Welcome to the Public Lands Podcast, where we bring you information, entertainment, and conversation about your public lands and waterways. My name is Mark Peddlety, and I'll be your host today. Next week, the Public Lands Podcast will bring you the first in a series of news reports about issues affecting Minnesota's parks and public lands. And as always, we'll start with at least one report of national or global environmental news. However, to mix things up this week, the podcast will be a brief tour of art, fashion, and music about public land issues. Just a taste of what various artists are doing to draw meaning from their experiences in the public lands, how they express collective and critical ideas about our natural heritage, and the creative ways that artists advocate for parks and wilderness areas in the cities, suburbs, and rural America. This brief tour of public lands, art, fashion, and music is just a glimpse into the fascinating art that our wilderness areas, national parks, urban green spaces, and public lands inspire. But first, art. At the Outbound Collective website, wilderness photographer Jason Hatfield provides a beautiful exhibit of his work in and for America's public lands. He frames it within an essay entitled, Using Your Art to Advocate for Public Lands. And Hatfield laments, Quote, beyond adding your art to trending outdoor hashtag campaigns, it's hard to figure out how you can make a difference behind, from behind a screen. Unquote. However, Hatfield's moving photographic images of the threatened Grand Staircase, Escalante National Monument, and Bears Ears National Monument in Utah, which you've heard a little bit about in the past as a, in the environmental news sections, I think those kind of photographs do wonders in and of themselves to help people far away understand what is to be lost if the president's decision to radically downsize these sacred places goes into effect. His photos really show the distinct nature of each place. Which takes us to New York Fashion Week, where Chris Leba, owner of R13 Denim, had his models wear a series of clothing designs that artfully highlight efforts to save Utah's Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante monuments from the Trump administration's downsizing and privatization plans. Statements like Protect Wild Utah and Utah Stands with Bears Ears are presented atop images of people protesting outside the state Utah State Capitol, along with scenic images from Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante. Sadly, these fashions will remain in the art realm. Liba's fashions, quote, won't be produced for public sale, but did manage to bring some much-needed attention to an assault on public lands, issues that are happening 2,200 miles to the west of the New York Fashion Week. The national news seems to be preoccupied with other matters, practically always, but for a brief period on the New York catwalk, attention was drawn to what is happening in the nation's public lands. Finally, to the world of music. There's a rich tradition of musical composition about and in public lands and related ecological questions. From Ferdy Grofe's Grand Canyon Suite to Moe's Death's New World Water. In fact, the national parks as well as the National Forest Service have artists and residence programs that, while mostly geared towards the visual arts, have also produced wonderful sound art and musical compositions. For example, in 2012, Denali National Park hosted nine composers from around the, around the world. Their compositions premiered at the Davis Concert Hall in Fairbanks, Alaska, performed by the Fairbanks Summer Arts Festival Orchestra. 
Among those works were Ken McSparrett's Sketches from Denali for Trumpet, Horn, Trombone, and Tuba. We'll end the podcast today with that bold and moving work, which McSparrett describes in the following, following passage. Quote, two movements depict scenes from Denali, including Cathedral Mountain and Sanctuary River. In movement one, the grandeur and majesty of this mountain is represented by large, open chords, while the complexity of its topography is approached using arpeggiations and sweeping lines. Movement two depicts the river as contemplative, winding, and life-sustaining through the use of flowing melody, staggered entrances, and swells. So until next week, I hope you have have a chance to get out and enjoy a public land or park near you, but for now... We'll end by listening to Sketches from Denali for Trumpet, Horn, Trombone, and Tuba, Cathedral, and Sanctuary by Ken McSparrett, 2012. See you next week. (laughs) ¶¶